You're listening to The Private Citizen. This is episode 124 for Monday, the 19th of September, 2022. When doing the right thing actually isn't. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. My name is Fab, and I'm recording this live in Dusseldorf um, on the River Rhine. How are you doing? I say live because I will stream these uh, live on, well, not always, whenever I can. And um, yeah, it's a Monday. Uh, it's all, the schedule's all out of whack. I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. Everything's broken and I'm trying to fix it. Well, it's, which is kind of, you know, in tune with the rest of the world, I guess. Um, yeah, so t today, tonight, whatever time it is for you, wherever you are, um, we're going to talk about the uh, video game story. Um, which is, um, you know, you might have, might have heard of the, the Domina contro Controversy. That's a good name, isn't it? The Domina Controversy. Um, and yeah, we're going to talk about that and some, you know, kind of, I don't know, a um, my take on it, which is um, from the consumer perspective, which I think has, has been largely neglected um, with people, um, you know, talking talking about this writing about this uh and generally you know i just just i just want to generally say something about entertainment and and the world and all of that maybe um but before we get into that main topic i need to address why i haven't done an episode in quite a while and um i'm calling this the big internet outage leads to scheduling hell disaster <laughs> which um which is what happened um yeah i do apologize for missing this many episodes for missing scheduled releases and everything um so it all so what happened it all started on a wednesday i was prepping uh for a show i was actually sitting there finishing the show notes when suddenly at at like 3 p.m in the afternoon uh, my internet just died and um i had no idea what had happened um, long story short, I figured out, um, although Telecom wouldn't tell me that this was the the problem, but I met the people working on the problem because they were smoking outside my office. So I opened the window and I'm like, hey, guys, they looked like Internet technicians, like from the stuff they were wearing, the tools they were had on their belt and stuff like that. I was like, are you working on, on the Internet outage? And they said, yes. So th that's when I learned what was actually happening. So what happened is that there's many construction sites uh, around here at the moment. They're rebuilding the whole quarter basically you know they're, they're gentrifying everything and building new houses and everything and um <laughs> on the building site on on the other side of the road well it's like across the block whatever there um there's a lot of bulgarian builders not that i want to specifically blame bulgarian builders but you know um maybe they're a bit more um, unbureaucratic than German builders, I guess. Um, so, so what had happened? They they used a, um, a a digging machine, like a big cat, you know, to dig holes, and they dug somewhere where they shouldn't have, and they dug through my fiber cable. Well, not mine, uh, Telecom's fiber cable, um, which is brand new. Uh, which which you know, I only got on um, earlier in the uh, uh, in, in 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 the year. Um, in the game, yeah, in Twitch chat, by the way, uh, as I've mentioned, as I'm streaming this live, <laughs> as building coffee shops. Yeah, they haven't built a coffee shop yet. I, they're, they're building something, and I hope there's going to be a coffee shop in there because I badly need a coffee shop. And the gentrification needs it as well. You're correct. Um, but anyway, so they dug throughout my internet cable. 
I'm calling it my internet cable because I'm apparently the only one who uses it because I'm the only one who figured out that it was broken. Um, I figured it out, obviously, the moment it broke. And because I have a business account, I you know I called up Telecom. I, I mean, I would have called them up anyway. Uh, Deutsche Telekom, that's my ISP. Um, and uh, yeah, so they were um, the the <laughs> the, uh, the the lady I talked to was was very surprised that I, I called them up this quickly. And I said, you know, I have a business account. I need this for work. And I figured out that apparently um, in this whole new work everybody working from home situation apparently i'm the only one who actually at least around here who actually needs the internet for work i think everybody else is just maybe that's because i actually work from home and i'm not like oh yeah i'm i'm working in air quotes i don't know anyway um long story short they fixed it relatively quickly uh, it took them three days which you know for a partially severed fiber cable is is good turnaround um and <laughs> in the game, it says I'm King Gentry. Apparently, apparently I'm, I'm King Internet or something. I don't know. Um, I, I really need, I, for everything I do, I need the internet, right? All the time. <laughs> um, so including what I'm doing right now. Um, yeah, so um, it, it took three days, um, which, which, you know, that in itself actually wasn't that bad. Um, I mean, I still have some video games I can play when the internet's off. So that's kind of cool. Um, so I had st stuff to do. I could do some research, but I like I couldn't really work. So the first downside is that this happened right while I was prepping a show. I was literally, you know, preparing to rec live record that show on that Wednesday, um, and that didn't happen. And but um, you know, you could have said, okay, yeah, well, just do it three days after. The problem is that all the work I couldn't do because I didn't have the internet piled up. And I have a lot of shit going on right now. Like I've really got too many things going on at once. Um, which, you know, is kind of because, um, you know, power prices here in Germany have risen like 30, like my power company literally uh, increased the price by 30%. Uh, you know, everything, going shopping, everything's like three times as expensive. Um so um yeah i'm gonna have an episode on that at some point as well because we need to talk about ukraine but let's not talk about that today um and the whole geopolitical situation but so you know i'm, I'm trying to take on all the work i can do which means i'm like booked completely then when you when you get like three days of not being really able to work um and like the the whole it wasn't even only the workload it was like the scheduling got all out of whack and the um the the other problem was that like last week so that was two weeks ago i think i can't even remember anymore but the week after that um i was supposed to go to uh, hanover to um host a conference and so i couldn't do all the work there so that the scheduling got all like if the internet had failed while i was in hanover that would have been okay right but of course that's not how things happen um, so yeah, so that everything pushed everything back. Um, on top of that, I just had a, um, uh, I got a, I got a new, I got a tattoo done. I mentioned this, I think, in the last episode I recorded that I would have that done. Um, th that was also like, you know, when you when you have a really good tattoo artist, you, they're kind of really booked a lot of the time. So I was happy to get um, an appointment, but that appointment also fell into some work time, and you know, I couldn't record a part. Did the one podcast on the wednesday before that i couldn't record on that and so it all got together anyway the two turned out great um i i had it 
done. I wasn't actually planning to get a tattoo this quickly again, but it was kind of for my grandma who who died early in the year. So so that turned out really well. Uh, but you know that that just got out of whack. Another episode I wanted to. You can tell it's it's a mess. Anyway, then I went to Hanover, um, which that that worked that worked well. Um, actually, you know I had a. Um, I, I um, hosted a conference there. I was um, hosted some stages and stuff like that. Um, was, was pretty cool. Worked worked really get well. Um, I'm like the place they were uh, total coincidence, but like the place they were running it at, like just the company. I've never been there before. Um, some kind of like new work company. They usually do like recruitment videos and shit like that. They don't really do live events, but you know, um, they had some scheduling problems of their own, so they switched that place so i can't people know me might know that i'm a pittsburgh penguins fan and i come in there and there's like penguins jerseys everywhere and there's photos of the um the guy um, who owns the place with mario lemieux so it turns out he has been to several of like the lemieux foundation charity games and so i was like why is this all penguins and so we got into talking and uh, he learned that i'm a penguins fan so that was fun actually really nice guy um when I left, he gave me a, a, a puck he played with Marie Lemieux with at one of these games, which is which is pretty amazing. Um, but anyway, so that that worked out well. But you know, everything, all the scheduling, I pushed everything till after the event that I could, so everything, you know, overflowed. Everything went to shit. Uh, long story short, to today on Monday is actually the first time I actually can do podcast well i could have i could have actually technically i had time on the weekend but i was so dead <laughs> after all of that after you know the traveling and and everything it was uh, all everything was really stressful um like my wife on sunday i was like I'm, i need to record a podcast now my wife looks at me and says i think you shouldn't do that <laughs> and she was completely right um that would have not been a good um thing to do so today so that this is why I'm here now and I'm doing this and I'm going to, I know I'm now even more uh, behind than when I said I was going to catch up. <laughs> I'm aware of that. I'm still going to try. I don't know how, but I'm, 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 I don't know if I can actually push out as many episodes as I'd promised. So every, so once a week for the year, you know, 52 episodes in the year. I don't know if I can do that, but I will my, do my utmost to get as close as possible. And I'm hoping, you know, it's getting really cold outside now, winter's coming and all that, um, that now I have more time. You know, in the winter months, usually I have more time for this kind of thing. So maybe, maybe that'll work out. Um, <laughs> in the game, access to two artists are like car mechanics. You worry when you can book the same day. Yes, no, I've never been to a tattoo artists, artist where I could book like, you know, um, these guys uh, I had work done by, they always have like a half a year lead time, uh, sometimes even more, sometimes a year. Uh, the only, the only, I usually get an appointment quicker, but that's only because, you know, I book an appointment like a year off or whatever. And then I tell them, dude, I'm a freelancer. Um, if you, if you, if somebody drops an appointment, here's my number, just give me a ring. Chances are, even if it's tomorrow, I can make it happen. And that's usually how, how I, <laughs> how I get early appointments. Um, because there's always people, you know, who are sick or, you know, something happens, you can't, you know, 
And some people decide on the last moment, no, I don't want a tattoo anyway. Oh, no, oh my God, no. Um, so, yeah, I'm usually relatively lucky with that because I'm kind of flexible. Um, yeah, but anyway, um, that's all the whole disaster unfolded. Now, now I need a drink. My mouth is all dry. I haven't podcasted in too long. My body's not used to it anymore. Um, anyway, I'm kind of hoping with the cold you know, months approaching. I, I can catch up. I Maybe not completely, but I'll give my best, okay? And before we before we get into the actual topic here, one more thing I want to say. Um, I want to thank all the producers who have been supporting me throughout this time and, you know, have been uh, left their Patreon active and all of that, even though I'm not publishing as many episodes as I said I would, but it really helps. Um, I'm really appreciative of this. Thanks to all of you. Anybody who's pitching in, thanks to all of you. Um, especially in these times um, where, you know, everything I buy and do is like three times as expensive and I can't really raise my um, my own hourly wage that much because, you know, the people I work for uh, don't pay that. So it's kind of, yeah. It helps. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks, everybody. Anyway, with that, let's get into the actual topic here. Which we'll call Commander Sterling versus the Domina Dev. And if you think that sounds like clickbait, right? it does, it does kind of sound like a superhero, uh, amazing superhero drama so you'd think it's clickbait in this context i don't think it is i think it actually delivers if you haven't heard the story it delivers differently than you would think but it does so to start off uh, let me explain um there you know there's a video game critic in the uk called jim sterling and i've always really liked his work um he had like he, i think he used to write for uh was it the escapist i think at some point destructoid of whatever anyway he had a youtube channel uh jimquisition uh and you know he still has a youtube channel obviously um and i always like this work probably my favorite game game critic from the uk um after uh total biscuit died i'm sorry i'm um i <laughs> i did a really weird typo in the show notes which uh I'm gonna have to fix right away here. Um, sorry, <laughs> before uh, I forget about this, people who listen to the show a lot they will know that I do this. Um, what did I write? I wrote one of my Gaverit. <laughs> actually, in this case, actually talking about Total Biscuit, I don't know. In case of Jim's, probably would be that far off the mark. Anyway, uh, Total Biscuit, you know, rest in peace. I really like that guy. Anyway, Jim's starting really cool. Um, always, you know, always had respect for for like his, his works writing. Just like really irreverent, uh, has this like no nonsense attitude, uh, and always thinks uh, says what they think, which I really like. Um, well, it turns out that Jim Sterling isn't Jim Sterling anymore. Jim Sterling is now James Stephanie Sterling. Um, you know, had a gender transition, which is fine by me. Um, it's going to complicate. Uh, this podcast and i hope i get all the pronouns right so if i don't this is not an insult it's just me being old-fashioned and uh 
it all being really complicated. But anyway, um, I'm going to call them Stephanie from now on, or maybe Commander Sterling, because that's really cool. Um, so just so you know, um, the, the YouTube channel is still called Jim Sterling. And I think, you know, that's why James Stephanie Sterling, whatever. Speaking of Commander Sterling, so I, I, I obviously realized, you know, I, I, I watched the videos once in a while. They crop up in my YouTube feeds. So I've watched some of their videos, so I knew about the, the gender transition and that. And then at some point I realized that they also now have a professional wrestling career. So, you know, James Stephanie Sterling's also wrestling in the UK as Commander Sterling, which is kind of hilarious in a like in a silver um like shark kind of like you know shark skin looking bodysuit with like a star as 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 the face mask like kind of lucha libre style i mean what the fuck but also why not you know i'm you know you, you do you <laughs> anyway so um probably because of you know this whole now being gender binary uh stephanie in their youtube channel has like switched well, i wouldn't say switched they're still doing like games criticism but like a lot of it has has you know migrated to covering stuff like uh you know marginalized groups in video gaming and stuff like that um which i think is probably you know it's just, it's natural if you're going through something like this if you if you change have changed like that in your life you're interested in all of that so it's gonna affect your content which i think it's it's totally fine it's just for me it has caused me to not watch as many of those videos because i wasn't really that interested um it's just not something that affects me personally and i was looking kind of for video game critic you know content that kind of i mean aligns with obviously the stuff i'm interested in the games i play the problems i have um i don't have i don't you know i just this whole um you know changing your pronouns having all this kind of stuff just doesn't factor into my life i don't have any friends who uh who had this experience i don't have this experience so it kind of doesn't it just didn't really interest me so i kind of lost track of uh stephanie's youtube channel i mean it happens i guess that's also you know i think that's also perfectly normal and and just happens but uh recently um there were of course two videos uh, especially the second one which really um ignited a big i don't wouldn't even say controversy it just caused a general stir in the gaming community and this is the stuff we're going to talk about today i mean i had to preface all of this because otherwise it would be very co maybe confusing to people who know uh you know commander sterling as jim sterling or who who the fuck is commander sterling who's stephanie you know i got to explain that and also it factors into the story that we are um gonna uh discuss now so w what happens is um reporting on general video game stuff you know as they would do stephanie did a video um this was the first video on a um that one was talking about uh, on an indie game developer called and this 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 name <laughs> i mean it's his name nicholas john leonard gorison who's uh, a guy from canada uh, who also goes by big nick 
who runs a gaming studio, studio called Dolphin Barn. And um, he's published, uh, he, I mean, this game's been out for several years. Um, he's published a game called Domina, which is uh, has nothing to do with, uh, with, you know, kinky sexual practices. Uh, it's um, set in ancient Rome, you know, Domina being the uh, leader of a Roman household, like Dominus Domina. Um, and so you, it's a gladiatorial game, it's like kind of an 8-bit uh, gladiatorial game. You are like trying to advance this gladiatorial household, I guess. No idea. Anyway, this game's been out for a while. A while ago, this Gorison guy got into a bit of a, a, a mess with the gaming press because um, he used to put, or he, yeah, he used to probably still does, uh, he put uh, political statements into his patch notes. Um, and the first thing where people really noticed this, and, you know, his game got review bombed and. Uh, the gaming press uh, wrote a lot about this was uh when in patch notes he was he uh was quite outspoken against face masks um now i was almost gonna say funnily which is not really funny but the weird thing is i kind of on on this point i kind of even agree with his stance right i don't like face masks either um, which you know, it's it's controversial. Uh, I, I I don't agree with my own wife on this, <laughs> so I think it's okay, right? You can you can have different opinion on 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 the, these kind of things. Whether you think you know, I'm not saying the masks don't work. Um, I'm like we we talked about this on the show before. Like for me, it's generally a a decision of like how much do they work? Like what are we trying to do in society? Like how do we judge risks? Basically, like for me. Um, the risk, everybody wearing a face mask, you know, the risk that protects you off for me is like negligible. Um, and the actual, you know, the thing that does with society, the actual impact that has in society, I think is really big. And it's really not um, like, I'm trying to put this uh, delicately because it's a delicate topic. Um, it's really not proportional for me, right? Um, which is a complete opinion. And I, I respect people of the opposite opinion, right? I respect my wife, who has a very different opinion on this. But I think, you know, if you're civilized adult people, you can have different opinions on this. And I actually uh, didn't mind this guy's opinion. Now, what was really dumb was putting that in patch notes. Like, even if I agree with him, why the hell are you putting that in the patch notes of your game? First of all, I fucking hate developers who put funny or whatever things in patch notes. That's not what patch notes are for, right? Or like, I don't know, fucking Battlestate Games kind of does that, like trolls players or like puts like new things, like basically features into patch notes and the people taking the patch notes apart find it and then it's all like a big thing and it's of course great for publicity. Fucking hate that, right? Patch notes are patch notes. They're in technical document and they should be written as such, but... I'm old school. Um, anyway, you shouldn't put fucking political... Like, if you don't like masks... I mean, he has a Twitter account. Just talk about it on Twitter or whatever you... Like, you know. But why are you putting it in your game, Patch? Now, that's really dumb, right? And it's especially dumb because... I mean, doing that in a vacuum would be dumb. Doing that in the gaming industry, which is covered by <laughs> a section of the press that is 
most of it is very like you know all press is biased we talked about this before but like many many games journalists are, are, are at least especially in the u.s are, are biased into like a more progressive left direction which is just as it is that's you know it's not even criticism for me that i'm not even criticizing that that's just the way it is uh, and you got to know that. So it's kind of stupid picking that fight, right? It's like, it's incredibly stupid. Um, but, but that's not everything. Of course, things got dumber. Things at Dolphin Barn Studios even got dumber because obviously he did that. This got covered in the press. And then uh, Stephanie Sterling did a video, right? And then talked about this. And about the dumb shit this guy puts in his uh, patch notes. I was always gonna say, I almost gonna say show notes. Uh, put, if you talk about political things in your podcast, that can go into your show notes. That's very different. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so you know, Stephanie did a did a video about this, and they basically called him like the dumbest developer on Steam or whatever. Of course, this triggered him triggered this guy uh, and now he did something even dumber than putting dumb shit in his show notes he tried to fucking start an argument with sterling on twitter which is incredibly dumb because you know sterling's the press right and um you don't do that let me tell you i'm a journalist you don't do that yeah steam's most unlikable developer is uh what they said in the video that's that's right indie this, this is right right on indies uh indie game ex uh you know in his uh, in his wheelhouse i would think um anyway so um which actually this might be interesting so maybe we get some comments later on when i get to the what this means for steam and for you know that be for the for gaming and for consumers that that might be interesting not that i want to put indie on spot here but you know if you you know just let me know live or, or if you know if you want to write it down send me an email or whatever um I'd, I'd be happy to even discuss this further but let's get through the story first um so um where was i anyway trying to Pick pick a fight with a journalist on Twitter. It's really dumb because what you or generally picking a fight with a journalist because what you're doing is you're the subject of the story. You're just giving them more ammunition, right? And Sterling, being an old hand at this game, promptly went ahead and used this in this ammunition for uh, several broadsides, which they fired off in the second video, which is hilarious. That's the first video I saw. Got some real whoppers in it. Um, you know, Sterling, by whatever first name or rank, has always been good at this. Um, so he's like giving journalist ammunition is is a bad idea. Giving somebody like Stephanie Sterling ammunition is even dumber. Um, so, you know, great video. Anyway, um, now comes the real... So you think, okay, at some point this Gorison guy's got to learn... Um, that this she's just digging his hole deeper, right? But of course he doesn't. So the next thing he does is, what do you think happened? Right, he puts shit in his patch notes. So in the next patch, he fucking uh, basically, you know, took takes a shot at you know 
transgender people in his fucking patch notes, right? Um, obviously aimed at Sterling's videos. Um, how 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 dumb can you be, really? Right? How dumb? so obviously what happened is because he was attacking transgender people in his patch notes, he got banned from Steam, like his him and his game, which is actually quite um, I I would say quite an achievement because usually um, Valve doesn't really ban people, you know that that easily um like they don't really mess with any, like even with controversy it, it's like takes a lot for them to actually step in and do something which in this case they did quite quickly and it turned out they they had warned the guy before because obviously you know the the, the shit and the patch notes had already uh, been noticed people had review bombed this game because of that people obviously complained and apparently steam warned him that if he ever did something like that ever again they would like sever their business um connection which is what they did and they uh cut the game off steam like completely delisted it it's gone which um i, I mean as far as i can tell when something like this happened happens you can if you own the game you can still play it right um, if it's in your library, it's not like they delete it out of your library, which would be even worse. But, you know, you can't get any updates. You don't get any patches. Uh, you don't get any further content, which is kind of, if you like the game, it's kind of shitty. Um, so the guy is now selling it on Gumroad, apparently. And I guess you'd have to, if you want further updates, you have to go there, buy it again. No idea. Um, which is... You know, if you disregard all of what we just talked about from a high level, it's kind of a shame because the game actually, I mean, I've never played it, but, you know, you read reviews of it and it's before this. I mean, now you can't trust any reviews anymore, but like before this uh, all happened, uh, it actually isn't a half bad game, I gathered. Um, so obviously I have links to all of this. Uh, there's also a link to review in the show notes if you go to Private Citizen Press. Um, you can obviously read it all for yourself and, and make your own, form your own opinion, think about it for yourself, which is the goal of this podcast. And I support everybody who does that. And if you disagree, then please tell me about it. Um, and I mean that. Um, I, I value that kind of feedback. Um, so before I get into what I think the problem with this whole situation is, let me make something very clear. I do think that, you know, Sterling reporting on this is the right thing to do now that's the job of the press um this this was legitimately news that he put shitty things like that in his in his patch notes that's just a dumb thing to do that is fair game to report on it i think that's good um i also completely understand why steam banned the game and the developer um you know they have their terms of service um they're obviously well within their right to do so um, i'm not objecting against any of this but I still think it's this whole thing is bad. And this whole thing is bad for consumers because what, like, okay, the developers really dumb and put sh shitty things in their patch notes, right? But what should, but like, why should you care, right? I mean, you can't, if you want to, you can care. I'm not saying you should ignore that. If you're that kind of gamer and this kind of shit triggers you and you're like, okay, 
I um I might like this game, but now I know that it's from from somebody who I think is a shitty human being who develops it, so I don't want to support it anymore. You know, don't don't delete it from your library. Give it a negative review. I don't not that I'm. I don't think review bombing is a good idea, but you know, if it's legitimate, you know, if you have a legitimate grievance, you know, why not voice it? Like, what's what's the problem with that? But there are other gamers who don't care about that kind of thing who just want. They, they like the game because they like the game. They don't even read the patch notes. They don't give a shit what the developers think. Um, I tend to be a person like that, personally, because, you know, I don't really care what... If I, if I have, you know... If I play a video game and I like it, I don't really care what the politics of the developer are. Why should I? They're just, to me, when it comes to politics, they're just like normal human beings, right? They're not in the government. I didn't vote for them. They don't influence my life. As long as it doesn't impact the game, I don't care. If they start putting it in the game and I object to it, that's something different, right? If, if, if like, you know, I, I, I personally find that very annoying, um, you know, if 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 I play a game and and uh, I mean, it's always more in. Okay, let me rephrase that. If I play a game and somebody like a developer clearly puts their political like um, beliefs into a game and it's really on the nose, it's really dumb and on the nose. I think that that's very annoying, um, and that actually gets me off playing some of these games. Um, it's always more annoying, of course, if it's the other side of whatever you're on right you know let's take masks right i really don't like masks if somebody put that in a game and they're like like pro masks and it's like everywhere and it's like really on the nose that would be annoying if it would be anti-mask because i'm kind of a little bit anti-mask in some cases i would kind of probably find that funny but that's always the way it is right even if it was on the nose and bad right so it's that's always like your bias that's just the way it goes um i don't object to it if it's you know I mean, politics is everywhere, right? Politics is part of everything we do. So it's also part of games. And it's part of stories. And if you put it in a story in a clever way, right? And you make it part of the story, like there is really interesting and subtle um, uh, observations on modern politics or on generally on politics in lots of content that's really well done right game of thrones is full of like interesting um observations on politics in through the history of of mankind you know kind of transposed on westeros even though i don't you know i'm not really uh i've never gotten through the first book but you know <laughs> it's it's really well done terry pratchett was a master in putting certain things like wit and and political observations into stories in a really funny way that adds to the story right and if it's done that way if it's done really well it doesn't even chafe it's like if it's completely the opposite opinion of what you personally think because it's just well made part of the story. I don't really object to that. I object to when it's like, you know, on the nose and really bad. And like modern and modern modern TV shows have a have a way of doing that. Star Trek Discovery, for example, right? You know, that's why I object to a lot of that, because like in, in um science fiction, especially Star Trek has always been there's another example, it's always been about um commenting on on 
political issues of the time, but transposing them into a situation um, where it makes you think, just because it's lifted out of your everyday life, right? Um, there's a, there's a there's a great episode. This this precedes when we're talking about gender and non-binary and you know transgender and all this kind of kind of issues. This transcends all of that shit. There's like a, a Star Trek: The Next Generation episode. It's probably still from the 80s. I think it's it's I think it's a pretty early season. It's like the end end of the 80s, early 90s, where Riker goes to a planet and. Um, falls in love with someone and then um, it turns out that on the planet they don't have a gender right and and uh, and and this uh, this person then says but I do feel like I'm female and then they get prosecuted for it and, and you know Rika falls in love with her and it's like very subtly and well you know well executed. I mean, there's Star Trek where it isn't like you can, for example, you can have a, um, uh, you you can have you can you can create a Star Trek episode where you basically take um, the Nazis and xenophobia and transpose that and have like two planets, for example, or something like this. Right? The Enterprise goes somewhere. There's two planets, and on one planet, there's basically. Uh, uh, you know, there's rich people, and they're all like in. Uh, they they get all like all the sun because that's how the solar system works. And the other planet is just like in the dark most of the time, and they're all poor people, and they have like I don't know bright skin because they live in the dark. And then the other people are like tanned, the rich people, but they're like kind of um, you know uh, have prejudices against white skinned people and then they use them as slave labor or whatever. Like you could, you know, you could basically transpose the, the, the political problems of Nazi Germany into that and make it really subtle. Or you can have a Star Trek, the original series episode where they beam down and everybody's walking around in SS uniforms for some fucking reason, right? That's the shitty way to do that. And Star Trek has done that badly in the past. But generally, especially from next generation onwards, um, Star Trek has been known to do this really subtle and really well. And then you have something like Star Trek Discovery where they're just on the nose and where, where like it's a scene and they're talking about, I don't know, warp plasma. And suddenly the engineer goes, oh, by the way, uh, I'm pansexual like twice in like a, a, a 20 second scene. And you're like, why did she say that? I mean, nice, good. I like pansexual people, uh, but like, why? Like, that was really on the nose. That was really dumb. That was really shitty writing. So that that is usually um, stuff I object to. What I'm trying to explain is, I'm not against having politics in in media, in video games, in TV shows. It that is um, everything's politics, right? My, my politics teacher at university used to say any place where there's more than two people together you got politics and uh, if you ever played the board game diplomacy you you'll understand um but but anyway um so so politics is everywhere the the difference is how do you like how do you use it how like is it is it are you creating whatever you're creating just to push your pol 
political message on somebody or are you being clever with it right and are you maybe even open the thing about this these when you do it well like these star trek episodes when they're done well is it's not on the nose and it's not like this is the right way they always make you think they always open the other opportunity as well the best of these episodes are when they do like a nazi germany uh kind of um situation right a a a um a you know when they do a, a, a societal problem like this and then they make you think they open up the possibility that maybe some of the like you know it's okay nazis maybe a bad example but like you know i'm gonna go with it just for the sake you know they opened up and they asked maybe some of that was understandable or was even right i mean with the nazis probably wasn't like i need i need another example um if you go uh uh, okay, what's what's controversial? I should have I should have prepared that. Well, I need a drink anyway, so maybe I can I can think. It. But like, um, it's always that you know the the typical Spock problem is the 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 needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, right? And you can that's that's always the thing. Many people, especially if they're from a, like an Anglo-Saxon cultural background, because like this this um, this kind of thinking. Um, in, in philosophy has been very prevalent over there um, tend to agree with but then you can build the yes of course you know if we if we um, if if one person dies to save like 500 that is justified right but then you can you can you can you can put a twist in that and kind of make the viewer think if the one person that dies is a character they really love Right, and then then you get some good entertainment. Then it starts getting interesting when you when you ask these 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 stories, right? When you when you put this uh, thing in, Astral C actually <laughs> says, "Mega, make America great again." Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you could you could have a Trump, you know, during during Trump, right? You could have have a science fiction episode where it's like it's a planet and it's clearly clearly trump right and it's like he does all like this guy does all these shitty things and he's a dumb guy but like one of his ideas is okay that other planet who's basically building up to just like fuck us over the whole time right basically you make a you make it like a china um like you know is is maybe an economic war against them maybe a good idea could that lead to some good things right are they really aren't they like spying on us shouldn't we shut that shut that down something like this like you make people think that's really uh really like interesting like you know that that's when it gets when it gets cool it doesn't get cool if you put fucking stupid things in your patch notes right if you want to put this kind of thing in your game be smart about it i don't know how you do it with the mask but he's got like a game so this game, for example, right? This this Domina game is set in Roman times, and you can you can have a lot of fun with that. Like you can, um, you can challenge a lot of people's expectations, especially if you have like very, um, you know, very like the the, the, the let's say one of the these the, the progressive gaming outlets in the press who are you know very very progressive and and stuff like that. The the Romans basically our whole 
like if you're in Europe, you know, Western European civilization is is based on on Rome, right? Our our laws, um, the, the you know the way we write laws, the way we enforce laws, um, our democracy like the way we run states you know i mean the reason it's called a senate in the u.s right um all of that is built on rome like rome is to our culture like the apex that was like the pre um precursor that was like civilization and it fell apart in the middle ages and in the renaissance we build it all back up again right but rome also while being the cradle of let's say democracy also had slavery Right and didn't have voting rights for for women, or even for for old men, uh, you know, or even for you know if you were from a colony, you know, that just got like assimilated into Rome, they made you Romans, but you couldn't vote, right? So there, there were, there's all these interesting facets in this kind of thing where you can have where you can draw parallels to modern times, and then you can if you're smart, you can make political statements without these fuckers. At Kataku, even realizing because they're not smart enough. <laughs> but the problem is that this guy wasn't smart either, so he couldn't have. You, you just put it shitty in in the petrol, and that's just what fucking drives me up the wall. I fucking hate that, and it's not only in this instance. I think it's in modern media. It's everywhere, right? It's in this shit like Rings of Power. You know, this fan bait baiting shit. If you don't know what I'm talking about, put a link in the show notes, private citizen not press to a video by the critical drinker who explains this very well. It's basically when um when modern or the when 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 new TV show comes out and they are basically just making like diversity of the cast like their whole advertising thing to stir up a controversy between people who don't like that they're black female dwarfs and people who love it. And then there's a Twitter fight and that gets exposure. And all this fucking shit, who the fuck cares? Sometimes, you know, I'm I'm right. I actually wrote a review about Rings of Power, right? And I'm I'm like looking at, like, not because I want to, I, I know what to, th- I know what to think, but like, you, you write, I actually wrote the review and I didn't want to be too influenced by other reviews. So I, I stopped reading other reviews. And then I wrote my review. And then once it was fired, I went and, you know, went on the internet for half a day and said, let's, let's see what other people think about this. Was I completely wrong? Was I right? And the whole internet is full of this bullshit about, like, oh, is the cast is diverse and there's some Nazis who hate it and the people who, who like it are the best people in the world. I'm, I'm like, who gives a fuck? That's not the point of a review of a TV show. The point of the review of a TV show is to tell the viewer, is it actually good? Do I want to see it? Right? I don't give a fuck if the dwarf lady's black. I want to know if she's a good actor. And if she's saying lines that make sense. And if they fucking filmed it in a good way. Right? And it doesn't look like fucking House of the Dragon, which looks like episode one, where they're all in front of green screens and don't know what they're doing. That's the shit I want to know. But sometimes I feel like I'm the only fucking last guy in the world who writes about this because everybody else is just like about dumb identity politics that you can talk about, but everybody's talking about it all the time anyway. I don't want to have that in my review. That's not what the review was for. Write a column about this. I don't mind that. But like it's it's getting fucking everywhere and it's getting ridiculous. I know there's political shit everywhere, but like just be 
just because that is the case, why are you putting it in your fucking entertainment product, especially if it makes your fucking entertainment product shit, right? Um, if you like, if you want a recent example of how to do this, if you want to write a story, read the expanse. There's a lot of like, there's even identity politics in that thing. And it's, it's just integrated into the world and it's not on the nose. And it's just like in the show later on, they did a bit too much on the nose, but in the books, it's just part of the world and it's, it's really well done. And you know, if it, it makes you think. And some people, you know, just doesn't make it, you know, some people can't make think and they just read it and it's okay. That's the way to do it. You don't need to do, get all this shit right. It just turns everything to shit. And it, it makes it, it makes everything worse for the consumer, right? This doesn't make your product better, right? If, if Amazon had spent this whole, like, I don't know, energy they'd spent on fucking this PR campaign for the fan baiting, if they had just spent that on something productive, you know, their show would have been better. It's not a bad show, but it would have been even better. Um, it's just, it's just so infuriating. And then if you're, to get back to our example, if, if, you, if you're a company like Valve, right? You're completely in, in, your, in, in your right to censor that game of Steam, but why? Why? They're, grown-up people on your fucking platform and if they care about this guy putting shit into his uh, patch notes then they you know just let them sort it out let the people like if if enough people don't like that shit and don't buy his game because of it it's not going to be successful and if people don't care then people don't fucking care they're adults they have a right to play this fuck I, right i don't mean a right as in legally enforceable towards steam what i'm saying is within the framework of our laws and our constitution and how i understand them at least you know in germany in the us in the uk and in australia uh you know the, the kind of the countries i i generally understand these people have a right to just enjoy their fucking entertainment and don't give a damn what this guy writes in his in his in his patch notes as long as that's not illegal right if it's illegal right so in germany for example if you'd be spouting nazi propaganda and using nazi flags in your patch notes that would be illegal but that wouldn't be fucking steams i mean steam would have to pull it anyway but that's dumb we talked about that in previous episodes generally that wouldn't be in the purview of steam that would be criminally relevant and the actual police or in germany actually the the uh the 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 um the intelligence service uh you know the 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 domestic intelligence service would would actually uh come probably come knocking at your door like that's what they should that's kind of their job um you know if i like it or not that's 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 who should deal with this shit and anything below that who gives a fuck we we're adults this fucking sorry i'm getting i'm getting worked up here but it's kind of this kind of it's kind of annoys me like this this kind it it doesn't the thing is it doesn't make the world any better right that's why i named this episode you know doing the right thing is not always the right thing um you're trying to do the right thing and it looks to you like you're, you know it's making the world better but it's not actually like this 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 censorship of this shit of like 
in, in, in game stores, like putting this bullshit in people's entertainment, what you actually do, you're just, you're not, you're not helping. You're not helping the situation, right? You're not, you're not making people understand. You're just dividing the world even more into different, um, different camps. And the thing is, this is kind of new, at least, at least in my lifetime. Um, this is not how how it always used to be, right? And and it's not like the world wasn't divided, right? Think about the Cold War. The world was at that point very divided between you know capitalism and 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 socialism. And yes, that 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 of course got um, reflected in media, you know, and and good science fiction, for example, uh, like talked about this from both sides from the soviet side and from the u.s side basically you know um and and had really good commentary on that but it wasn't pervading everything else right it wasn't like your um whatever like in the cold war whenever you sat down literally i mean the news of course were full of this but like literally any fucking book or tv show was like more or less overtly about the Soviets are evil in the West. I mean, I can't speak for in Soviet Russia. I think their propaganda was such that it probably was the other way. But exactly, that's like, we don't want to get there, right? We're on. I feel like we're on a way where we don't have a state-run propaganda office that checks everything and censors everything and puts like, you know, socialism is great and, and, and capitalism is evil into everything. We're doing it ourselves. We're fucking self-censoring. We're, we're like, we're dividing ourselves. And I don't know how it's gotten to that point. And I don't understand why people want this. Like, why do you, why do people, why does the press, why do people like the gaming press like, like that? And it's like, you know, we, we talk about review bombing, right? When it's like, when like a game, to stay with like the topic we're at, like if there's a game and like it has like a, um, you know, it, it, at the beginning has a character creator and then uh, it has like a, 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 a non-binary, it has non-binary options, right? There's been games that have been review bombed because of that from like, you know, conservative people who don't like that, which I think is totally shit. Um, and then the gaming press rightly calls that out and says that is shit. But when it happens the other way around, when games get review bombed because they have a binary thing, then then the the, the gaming press almost almost applauding it, right? And that's just like these fucking double stand. That's this what this destroys everything. It's bad in both directions. And there shouldn't be review bombs, and should, people actually really shouldn't talk. Like, let the game, if a game developer wants to have a character creator, we can have a penis and a vagina and nothing else, let them, why not? It's their fucking game. You don't have to like it, you don't have to fucking play it, right? And then if, if another game developer goes like, okay, we want to have non-binary and you can have pronouns and you can have whatever you want, 15 legs, three penises on your head, a vagina on your nose who gives like let them do it if people like it like what is what why what happened to our society 
that we have to have like this kindergarten reaction to everything. Like, oh, it's bad. We need to censor it because it it will mean that people are. <laughs> What's even, what voice is this? Even? You know, we have to censor it because it's wrong, and then 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 the kids will 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 start growing up. Like, why? Haven't we learned like the West won the Cold War? Right, we weren't on this side of it. We were the ones where we didn't have state-run. I mean, there was always propaganda, but you know, we didn't have completely controlled state-run propaganda. And literally, that is what won the Cold War. Right? There, there's a good argument to be made that that the Soviet Union failed because the state lied, like you know even pathologically lied to their to the to, to their citizens and then when things like chernobyl happened you know people were like this this doesn't fly right and 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 that's why that state failed so we were on the other side and 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 the west basically won this because we didn't do this whole this, this censoring this this turning every aspect of um of your life into a political statement like they did in the Soviet Union or they tried, you know, you know, like the Nazis tried in, in the Third Reich. That's a not, not a good thing to do. Don't people see that we're kind of doing that to ourselves now? That's like the antithesis of, you know, democracy. And, and people will probably laugh at me because I got to all of this from a fucking video game. <laughs> but, you know, I think, uh, I think it's... Uh, it's kind of um, it's just one example, right? You can pick anything. As I said, you can you can pick TV shows. It's the same thing. Uh, Terrestrial Jim says, "Well, if you look at the eighties or the nineties or at eighties or nineties movies, it is clear that the bad guys are Russian. Post nine eleven, the bad guys are Taliban. So it kind of was like that before. Well, <laughs> there was always media like this, and what you are referring to um, is." you know mostly action movies um yes of course i mean that that was always but that's kind of the shitty that's like the, that's like what i said like the kind of the shitty star trek episode that's like the on the nose thing and but you know that's not my favorite movies from the time right the good the bad and the ugly is from the cold war and it actually does um it has some reflections on on, on on the Cold War, it actually uh, it has like Nazi concentration camps in it. Basically, it has many many political observations, but they're very well, like they're very subtle. They're very well done. Or like one of my other favorite movies is a German one, Das Boot, uh, where where I don't know who's the get bad guys in this. Like the main characters are all Nazis. <laughs> um, so I think you know um, why I agree with you that that was always a thing it is still not all like it's it's even the most um the most stereotypical action movie like starring i don't know arnold schwarzenegger from the fucking 80s right where the bad guys are russian it's like okay the bad guys are russian but it's not not like as on the nose like 
it's not the the guy is not talking about like unless it's a parody he's not talking about like socialism all the time and how like i mean there is this like capitalism thing but it's like always always almost tongue-in-cheek right i i fe- i still feel like today it's 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 much worse but maybe that's just my my perception right um but i guess i guess i guess you have a point jim that it it's it's not like this is something completely new i think you're right i think it's always been something um that's been in 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 society and i, I mean i kind of always chafed at that like i kind of you know the stereotypical american movie after world war ii where the the evil the nazis are just evil um never never liked those kind of movies because i always think they were they were way too simplistic and the more interesting thing like the interesting thing when you're dealing with nazis is not something that is as 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 dumb as inglorious bastards right the the the, the good movies about nazi germany is a thing a thing like the untergang right where you actually uh you're kind of confronted with Hitler and how how those last days unfolded and that like really makes you think like that that movie really makes you think about like how people reacted and how propaganda worked and all all that kind of stuff right um yeah but anyway i think it you know we can we can have a discussion actually this is something i'd be really interested um in in hearing from from listeners what they think about that and i'm actually i'm gonna talk about that in a bit but i'm actually um prepping for a uh, feedback only episode so if you get some um some things about this please send me an email or you know uh post in the forum details are private this is not press i'll get to that in a bit but like i'd be really interesting and interested in discussion discussing this any uh, more right um it is not the not just the who is the ba- who who is the bad guy it is the 10 minute hero monologue on why the bad guy is bad in the modern in modern media says astro c yeah um it's like the it's 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 almost like I watch this stuff and I'm I'm like I'm like, is this made for like some some of these movies I think like are these made for like 10 year old children like so for example the 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 ghostbusters movie where they were all the all the ghostbusters are are ladies um is is like the 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 dialogues in that are just bad i mean they're just they're just bad they're just like so like okay our premise is this movie you know we have this movie which is a classic where like all the heroes are men and we want to make them all women and now we make an episode where they're all women you know makes sense that's a premise you can have um you know i'd rather have seen original movie but all right if if you know if that's what you can manage then then you go with that and then you go okay you make them all kick ass women and then you keep it at that and you have them kick ass not monologue like for minutes about how men are bad it's like we get it we got this you you made them all women they'll kick ass now all the men are dumb i can i can see that that's the way you you wrote the story now we don't have to also talk about how the men are dumb right i mean 
I get that American movies are made for dumb people, but this is just getting way. This is just getting way too. It's just. It's just so you can't even take it. It's it's so bad. Well, at least in the eighties they were funny. You know, at least they were funny about this shit. They were like obviously tongue in cheek. This is what is this fucking movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger is like a Russian cop, and then like in Moscow. I think they even filmed that in Moscow. And he has like this horrible, he can't talk. Like he can't even talk English. So he just just like talks Austrian German and, and it rolls the R. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's Russian. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, yeah, terrible film, says any game. Actually, yeah, but they kind of, it's, it's tongue in cheek. They kind of fucking knew that, right? I mean, it's. No way did they make this movie and went like, yeah, so this is going to be serious on, on like, this is how Russians are. Right? Whereas, like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that that Ghostbusters movie is a parody on, like, how, like, I don't know, this these strong female characters are actually not strong female characters because they're actually talking shit all the I don't right they didn't mean I think they meant that seriously whereas this Schwarzenegger is it called Red Red something Red Menace I don't know like you can, you watch that movie and it starts with like the scene when they're in sauna or whatever like it's obviously not like it's the whole thing is fucking tongue in cheek or like what's it um, Hans Gruber in, in, in Die Hard is fucking tongue in cheek, right? That's not, that's not, we're making serious social commentary here. It's a dumb action movie. Whereas today they make movies where they, I think they think it's, it's serious social commentary and the, the dialogues are just fucking bad. Or some fucking developer puts like shit in their fucking patch notes. Like, how would, how do you even think that influences them? How, how is that a good idea? If you have that message, right? If you have that political message and you want to get it out, get it out in a, in a, in a, in a good way. Right, don't like fucking put it in your patch notes, put it in your game in an intelligent way or go on Twitter or make a podcast. Right? I can't make games, so what I do is I, I, I try to articulate this shit in a way that I hope people understand. And that's the way I do it. But like, I'm not, I'm not writing a shitty like, video game and shoe, shoehorning it into the patch notes or something. <sighs> Indie Gaming says, I'd rather watch a film with women in it, but the acting and dialogue was so terrible it ruined it. To, see, for me, I don't care. I don't care if there are women in it or men or whatever. Or I don't care what fucking pronouns they have. I just want to see a good movie, right? And I agree that that it would be good to have more representation, especially in movies and TV shows. But the only thing I'm saying is it has to like it has to still be good content, right? I don't want as a consumer I don't, what they're doing today, a lot of companies, and this is not only like an entertainment, they're producing a mediocre 
product and then they 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 just selling it to you based on that ah, but we cast a, a, a black guy or a black woman in that i don't fucking care I think it's nice if there's more black women in, in, in TV shows or whatever. It's good, but it still has to be a good TV show, right? That's like um, like like car companies shelling, selling you a shitty car and then go, but it's electric. Yeah, but I can only, like, I, it doesn't do what, it, what my other car does. Yeah, but it's electric. It's good for the planet. Or like they're selling you some shit. It happens all the time. They sell you, actually, I want to do a show on this. I think I've written that down somewhere. Like, they, a lot of the time now, they're selling you a product, and then the the, the selling point has nothing to do with the fucking product. It's just like, is this a good yogurt? I don't know, but the packaging is 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 friendly to the brand. I don't, I don't fucking care. I want a good yogurt, right? Or there's like some fucking. For a while, there was like on YouTube. I got this ad all the time. I got so annoyed. It was like a fucking like a, I think it was a Levi's ad for fucking jeans and they were going on oh we will make the planet great make the planet great everybody's happy that was literally the ad and i'm like what the fuck if you're trying to sell me jeans you go like okay so this is a really good these are really good trousers they're hard wearing they're not too expensive and they're made locally and we don't torture people to death while they make them that's the selling point they talk about the fucking product. Not our spokesperson for this product is uh, is is overweight, black female, and in a wheelchair, and also transgender and a panther. I don't give a fuck. I want to know if your yogurt is good. You know, and this is the same with games. Like I don't. I want a good video game. Fuck off. <laughs> yogurt gate. Anyway. Um. That's it for me on this. What do you think? I want to know what you think. I really want to know what you think. Um, I mean, should there be this kind of politics in this kind of stuff? Like in game reviews, if it has really nothing to do with the game you're playing? Like this is this is something that happens a lot now. Where like in the game review they're writing about the developer. They're like, "What? I don't care." I mean, yeah, if it's Activision Blizzard and they're shitty to their employees, or Ubisoft or any other big company, that's a story. Right, write a story about that. But don't I don't if I want to play the new Assassin's Creed game, really. I want to know, do I want to play the new Assassin's Creed game? Is there like fucking map markers everywhere? Are, are those annoying me? I don't know how they, I want to know how they treated the employees that made the game. That is a story that I can read if I'm interested in that. But right now I'm interested in, should I buy this $60 video game? Is it going to annoy me with shitty sequences where I'm in the Ubisoft office all of a sudden? That That's what I want to know. Do, do you think that as well? Or am I, am I full of shit? Uh, please tell me, because I'm 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 trying to do an episode uh, again. I did this before. I kind of like it, uh, where I just do feedback. Um, I'm compiling that. So, so please tell me. Go to privatecitizen.press. There's a producer feedback section, and you all producers, if you pitch in somehow, uh, and that could be why I'm telling me I'm I'm full of shit. But please also tell me why, because fat you're full of shit is. Um, I've heard this over the last I don't know what's it now 15 years. 
No, how long have I been podcasting? Uh, uh, my brain doesn't work. Um, I don't know. How long have I been podcasting? Oh, this is the point why I think I need to need to get a calculator out because because my brain is so fucked. Uh, I've been podcasting for 16 years. No, thank you. Thank you, calculator. Um, yeah, so uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, Fab, you're full of shit. Gets, gets old. I've been doing that for 60 years. Uh, 60? 16. I'd be more interested if you say because or you have your own kind of take on that 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 would be interesting also not on this episode if you listen to any of the other episodes recently well the many i've released i know i know um just let me know i i just i just like to hear from you guys this is all i'm it's all i'm saying I think I first heard you in 2007. Yeah, that was... Um, I did a podcast before that. We started Linux Outlaws in 2007. You've been with me for a long time. That's uh, 15 years. That's like almost like being married. Well, actually, that's longer than I'm married. <laughs> um, that is scary. Let's not talk about that anymore. Um, let's talk about... Uh, if you still like to listen to me, um, you can you can help me out. And this, I don't mean Indie Game X because uh, Indie's already doing it but you know you, you can you can become a producer by helping out and and um, by by you know uh, giving interesting feedback on the show giving me ideas you know if you have topics you want me to cover um, please do that as well I have a very long list but you know new new ideas always help uh, tell me what you like what you don't like and yeah and you can also uh, give me money which uh, helps in these times where uh, uh, energy prices uh, are now 30% more expensive and I have a very big graphics card that I unwisely bought in my PC and I'm actually I've, I've turned the heating off uh, because I, I heard that is uh, that's the patriotic thing to do now um, so we're not heating I'm just heating with my graphics card luckily that graphics card's producing a lot of heat uh, <laughs> But it's also using a lot of power. So if you uh, if you pitch in, I'd be it it helps it it helps more than ever now because yeah I'm actually I'm I'm, I'm starting to like not sleep at night because I'm like how can I uh, how 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 can I how can I survive? At least my wife has a salary. That's like I uh, I was I would be under rich if that wasn't on the case. Anyway, I don't want to you know. If you want to pitch in, you can. Uh, Private Citizen Press, you can pitch in on Patreon. You can use PayPal. Uh, you can email me if you if there's other ways you want to contribute. Uh, please let me know. And uh, thank you very much to all the people who have been doing this, especially in the times where I haven't been releasing episodes, which was recently. So uh, thanks a lot to Galteran, Rodain the Insane, Steve Hose, Butterbeans, Michael Small, 1I11G, Jonathan M. Hetai, Michael Mullen Jensen, Mullen? Michael Mullen Jensen. <laughs> you can't do Irish. What what did what did that man think? You can't do Irish and Danish 
He, uh, he probably can. Dave, Jaroslav Lichtblau, Jackie Plage, Sandman616, IKN, Bennett Piata, Vlad, Rizal, Avis, Joe Poser, Dirk Didi, Fadi Mansour, Kai Sears, David Potter, Mika, Cam, Mr. Ramish, Captain Naked, RJ Tracy, Robert Forster, Rick Brank, Ricky M, Barry Williams, Jonathan, Crunkle, Estel C, Super User D, and Florian Pigosh. And also thanks to my Twitch subscribers, Michael Dane, PK, P, P. Kamer, Bacon the Pork, Redeemer F, Galtaran, Jonathan, 4747 Indie Gaming X and MTE Sauro because these people also help uh, because obviously I'm streaming this on Twitch and you can, you know, if you have Amazon Prime, you can actually subscribe for free on one channel. And if you choose me, you're helping me out. So thanks a lot. Indie Gaming says, oh, didn't notice you had a Patreon. I shall join her. What? You already, you, where's my card? You're already helping out. You didn't notice I have a Patreon. I say this every episode. I think I need to say this more. By the way, I have a Patreon. There's a link in the show notes. Private system or press. Uh, that goes to, uh, I don't know. I think my name, what's my name on Patreon? Fabsh? Probably. Do I? Yeah. Uh, it's patreon.com slash Fabsh. F-A-B-S-H. Anyway, uh, thanks everybody. Also, thanks to ByteMark uh, at ByteMark.co.uk, British cloud hosting company. They are providing me with the bandwidth and the storage to send you these subs because if I had to pay for that as well, then I'd be bankrupt. I, I think I literally would be. Um, so uh, thanks to ByteMark. I appreciate it a lot. And that's it for me. I'll be back with another episode as soon as I can manage. I'm, tr I'm also trying to adjust my headphones and my glasses which are kind of bothering me right now um yeah um i'll be back as soon as possible um but i don't know when that will be but i'll, I'll try to i just try to release I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not even gonna commit to the wednesday release schedule going forward because this week i can't manage i have a good excuse though uh, wednesday my wife turns 40 so i gotta fucking you know have a a bit of family time but you know I'll, I'll try i'll just try to get shit out now um for a while i won't even like I'll, I'll try to do it on wednesday as well but i'll just i'll just i'll just i'll just try i'll just try i can't i can't do any more um indie thank you thank you for signing up for the patreon you did it after i named everybody so uh, you'll you'll be in there um for the next episode which will come soon i hope anyway theme song for this show is called Acoustic Roots by Ru Kabzali and I'm now going to play you out um, with a song called April Showers by Big Girl I kind of thought that was a cool name uh, just newly released on Epidemic Sound um, so here we go April Showers by Big Girl Aim to Misbehave see you all soon hopefully <laughs> Best of me.
soul.